Hello, residents of Meepletown. This is Dean. Johnny Sad. Yeah. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about Target. Well, are you the- laughing at my misery? <laughs> really, man, not, oh, a, not a strong way to start off like, the episode. It's basically like my saddest day and your happiest day. Oh, gosh. Uh, that's not true. We're going to be talking about Target the Expansion, Istanbul, Marrakesh, Caesar, Hadrian's Wall, Bamboo, man, we're going, baby. Ottawa, and more. Yeah. So let's get to episode 121. All right, residents of Meeple Town, if you were here right now, you would see Dean with his party hat on and his party pants on. You Wait, I can't do that sound. John's misery makes me happy, apparently. What? Can you make that party favor sound? No. No, that's good. I think you're doing and a good job. Not Keep great. doing it. I mean, there's music in the back. You can't hear it, you know, because the way we're recording the episode, but he's got music playing in the background. Okay, just imagine. You the, can dance if you want the to. The office, okay, when, when Michael mm-hmm. is trying to figure out whether or not Holly got engaged over the break. And it was going to be True. the end of the relationship. And so he's got like a sad box and a happy box. And he pulls out the happy box and it's all like booze and stuff in there and celebratory That's items. Right. Or whenever uh, Toby leaves and they throw yes. a freaking carnival for yeah. him. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Both. Why am I, why am I happy and why are you sad? Yes. So uh, at, if you know about our secret messages during the podcast, that's all I'm going to say. Last one ended with, it's the end of an era. Stay tuned. And so I am sad to announce with before all of Meeple Town, before all of the millions of listeners, that uh, I am no longer going to be part of... Wait, you should tell people to pull their cars over to the side of the road first. Pull your cars over to the side of the road first. Clickbait! No, I'm just kidding. It's real. It's I hate <laughs> when people do that stuff. Don't you? <laughs> I am no longer going to be... Um, a regular Meeple Town person. Okay. That, I'm, is, that, I'm is, glad you a, said that that way. Yeah. Like I'm not, it's, uh, and so uh, I got a new job and that job is going to be quite extensive and there's just no way that I can do the podcast on a regular basis at least until maybe things settle down and it's um, and I realize I have more time than I think I will, but I just don't. So, uh, yeah, it's been f- four years. Yes, over four years now. We started in November of 2018. All these times were like, "Hey, I can't believe we made it here," and then I, now I'm gonna be like, "Well, and then I you, made it till then." And then I fell then on my you face. Ruin it. Yeah, I. This it kind of is. It's kind of sad. I. Yeah, it's sadder than I thought it would be. Yeah. Kind of bummed. This is a great way to start an episode. Uh, and if you're new to the podcast, you're like, who cares? We should have just done this as secret messages at the end. <laughs> Everything. And then I just don't show all up. Of our, <laughs> all of our important news just comes at the at the very end of the oh, podcast. And they're like, where did John go? Well, you don't listen to the secrets. <laughs> so secrets. here's the thing, John. I'm yeah. I'll I'll share more of my my heartfelt mm. pieces later on. But wow. I didn't realize we've been talking about this for a while, the the possibility yeah, for a while. That's right. And I didn't realize, even when you told me that Sunday, hey, I, I got this and I'm out. Peace. See you later. That's exactly how he told me. Yeah. Um, 
even after Basically. you said that, it didn't really click with me until the next, maybe later that day. But for the next two days, I was like a lost puppy dog. <laughs> I'm going to share a lot more of that later on. But I really was. I was like, why? Why am I so sad? Well, I know I was sad, but it would just it hit me a lot harder um, than I thought it was going to. Yes, but, but it's Meeple not Town end. continues. Yeah. I am being replaced. <laughs> no. So... No, you're not. It was an easy replacement. Like, Dean was sad for a couple days, and then now he's like freaking glowworm. Did you I, have one of those when I you were can't, a kid? I can't pout forever. Did, Did you glow have worm? a glowworm? Like Teddy Rups, Rupskin's They were glow these worm? worms, and these, and they glue. <laughs> That's glow, not the glowed. past of glow. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy okay. Rupskin. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I never had a Teddy Rupskin. Is that, Rupskin. Are we saying that right? Rups, Rupskin. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. He had a glowworm. Did he? Yeah. Right? Yes. I, I should say that with more confidence. I don't know. Nobody look this up. We're this gonna... is the glowworm. You'll rem- you'll know. Do you remember that? It's a part of Teddy Rupskin, right? I bet you you're so rich that your parents got you both and you thought it was part of Teddy Rupskin. Well, <laughs> A that's not true. Um B No, I didn't have either one of those, but I do remember that. Teddy... I don't think I had a glowworm. I think it was my brother's. Rux Ruxpin. Mm-hmm. Glowworm. What is the value of a Teddy Ruxpin? That's what the first thing that pops up. Do they up. still have these things? Uh, no, they're not together. I thought these were the same thing. Like I thought it was like his glowworm or something like that. And that's not right. Hey, this isn't what we're talking about. Play School <laughs> still makes glowworms. If you want one, just want to let you know. You can go on Amazon and get a small one for fifteen to eighteen dollars US. Okay. So hey, did you have a Teddy Ruxpin? No. I, we didn't have a lot of money when I was, re- especially when I was really little. We were yeah. pretty, pretty broke. I didn't have a lot of stuff. So if you want to buy a Teddy Ruxpin, oh man, this is good. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm going down this path. I mean, if you're new to the podcast, <laughs> we go down 90s, 80s, uh, 90s probably more, right? Yeah. A little paths for a second. So we'll get back to board games. Okay, this is what, and this is in 2015, okay? Okay. What, what would this be worth is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down a slight rabbit hole that we had not anticipated, and I apologize. 500 bucks. I don't apologize for that. Teddy Ruxpin, pretty close, $450. So, that, again, that's ooh, eight years ago now is when 2015 was. Cabbage Patch. You're talking about a Cabbage Patch? Old, from- like the OG Cabbage Patch. From $150. Close, $125. You, you were looking these up. No. No, like in the past, you were trying to find mm, these. I- a glowworm. I don't think they were as popular, so like 50 bucks maybe. Nailed it. Exactly. This, <laughs> are you I serious? Mean, you are crushing it right now. I am. Wow. This we is didn't even need to, to do this poll. And, <laughs> and this is, you aren't even giving me choices. I'm just free You don't even it. know what this is from. This is from cafemom.com. She-Ra Princess wow. of Power, um, like the Mattel doll. I don't remember that. Okay. This is a... Um, so I, I can't I, I can't give an educated guess if I don't remember that. Yeah. So like in the realm of like a He-Man... Think He-Man toy. That's what okay. I... I mean, that's what... I, I don't think that that's super popular. So You're going to miss this one. 35. 85. You weren't, mm. weren't even close. And maybe one more. <laughs> I, I wasn't even close on the one I don't even remember. <laughs> My Little Pony. Now, the one they have pictured isn't the full size, so an I don't actual know. actual My Little Pony? Mm-hmm. Now, those were popular. 90 bucks. Ooh, actually, I will do another one. What did you say? $90. 
Do you ever see, you know, on uh Did, that, did I get it right? Exactly <laughs> right. $90. This is unreal. I want to keep going. I'm going out it. with the bang, baby. <laughs> this is like... I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Whenever they're doing like the, the ESP cards, you know, it's like, wow. And But you're not actually... I'm on the same right. website But you are you. getting them right. Rainbow Bright. I'm on the same website. If you get Rainbow Bright... bright I'm checking it all out. Okay. I'm not. Okay. Rainbow Bright. This is total random guesses. The doll. The doll? Yeah. Rainbow Bright the doll. It's got the pigtails that are like poking I, up in the air. Yeah. I. Mm, mm. You will not get this one right. 60. <gasps> 230. Wow. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. That one is one I just. Oh my goodness, man. Go on this. Go on what, this website. I don't know what website you're on. Well, just look up. What'd you say? I don't know. Mom or something? Cafemom.com. <laughs> but it, then it's like parenting here what's your favorite 80s or something like that okay do you remember you didn't have sisters you did you had a sister i had one sister have yeah. a sister yeah um fashion plates we had these plates and you put them in like these orders and you can make them into these different fashion plates and then you run a crayon over them and then you've made this outfit i, I want to show you a picture but i can't turn my computer around I- i'm looking it up right now wow i I love that. I don't care what you say, John. I love that toy. I'm I I vaguely remember that. Very vaguely. Um Do you have garbage pail? They have some of those on this website? The yeah, fashion place. You want me to tell you how much pri- how much the price is? Yeah. The OG ones? Yeah. I don't think they make these anymore. They should. <sighs> this is too long. We're taking too 110. long. 110. Pretty close. 80. Yeah, I almost said that. Okay, and then I will do one more. No, I won't. I won't. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, yeah, we got to get the podcast. I'm going. sorry. Wow, this was a way blast in the past, man. This is this is fantastic. Do you have garbage pail kids? Um, not really, but okay. I wasn't allowed to have them. But me and my sister, my crazy. middle sister, we snuck them. Wow. Yeah. Really. We had a hidden stash oh, of them. Some people are sneaking cigarettes. You're sneaking garbage pail kids. I thought they were hilarious. I loved them. Yeah, I've got a friend that has because they've redone them, you know. Yeah, has, has a bunch of them and there has some. Um, they do Funko Pops, right? Other fun, I think he's got the Funko Pop of some of them too, maybe. Not well, they the started cards. reprinting the cards. Yeah, too, they, he's got the reprinted cards. He's a barber and he's my barber and has them like on his like mirror or something like that. A bunch of them. Yeah. So you know how, what my wife says is I deflect um, pain through humor and that's what I'm doing right now. We're uh, we're deflecting the pain of John leaving Meeple Town. Yeah. To go to nostalgia and you know Did happy you, things happy things it'd be cool if i could just say psych and talking about 90s and that was just joking the whole time you were joking the whole time nah, we were you were dreaming this meeple town you were not nah okay it but sucks. We're, we're gonna talk more about the the details later yeah. uh, in our next episode john's still gonna be back for another episode um and you're not done anyway you're gonna no. We're gonna, we're there's gonna some do things. Some um, I'm gonna go to Tennessee Game Days here uh, in a few weeks, and I'll pop on to chat about my experience, um, which is always very, very excellent. And hopefully, there will be times where either maybe I already have a game, and my wife and I are playing it, and I can just pop on and chat with Dean and to be continued. TBD. Are you gonna say who's gonna be? Not today. We got we got some stuff to work out. I, I, You're not I sure I'm gonna yet. I'll well no 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 I'm sure but I'm just we still got some other deets to work out so I want to have a little bit more details on that and like compensation it's the it's the, that's right we got to work out this contract <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying him by the way that's what her. yeah um I yeah I I would rather today be about John and him ah, us and his it's fine 
Yeah, and and I'm hoping John will just like send in things too. Because what is Meepletown without John Johnny Meepletown? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe better. I think it will be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might be amazing. You guys no. and gals out there might be like, this is just incredible. I mean, we're going to have to teach said person how to really poke your buttons. <laughs> Touch the spots on you. You want them to be exactly that make like you uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> like that. Like that statement. Okay. Got to do it. Can you coach this new person a little bit on some of that? Um, yeah, I'd be happy to. Okay. All so right. I guess that gives you, that gives, I know this person. You do. So that gives you a, a clue. Maybe there's, we know a ton of people. We do. We Together. Have, I mean, we have a lot of fr- common friends. That is true. Yeah. That is true. We know a ton of people. I mean, I don't know. We don't want to brag, brag, but we have a lot of friends. <laughs> you have no idea how many friends we have. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. We can talk about it more later or something. We'll do next. The next episode will be a reminisce episode, right? Mm-hmm. And we can have, uh, so if you're, you would be new to the podcast on that episode, that would be kind of boring probably, but. No, I don't think so. No. I don't think it will be. If you have, you can make comments on the guild or something like that. If you have anything that you want to say, like if any last minute, like jokes or jabs my way. Slit my throat on the way out. John John wants uh, affirmation. Is what he's <laughs> he just spit his. I just said slit my slit my throat on the way out. <laughs> oh my goodness! I didn't say he talked good about me. Yikes! Okay, like All if you right. just want to be like, man, that guy sucked. I can't wait for a new person. I don't care who they are; they'll be better than that. Did you spit coffee on your game over gums. there? <laughs> no, I didn't. It didn't actually come out okay. of my mouth. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's that is it though. It is the end of the line. <laughs> it is. I, I I hopefully 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 I will be able to pop in and maybe even semi regularly. We'll see. It is possible I'd never hardly ever pop in, and this really is kind of the end of an era. I mean, it is no matter what because I'm not going to be on it every week. It will be different. That is yeah. true. John yeah. and I will still see each other. Hopefully, we'll still play some games together. It, it won't be as much, but we'll be able to do. Yeah. Um. Oof, man. I know. It, we had a we've had a, a really good last couple of weeks to be able to play a lot of games together. It is true, yeah. And it's it's not going to be the same. Yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it, let's it just will tell be a joke. it will be different. And you, this is not the end of John. He's still going to be making comments on Discord, by the way. So if yeah, you want to really get on the Discord, on Discord, and uh, you you should be, yeah. you should be. I should be, but I just you know how many Discord things I have going on. It's this is the best one. John has no, a lot it's of good. Friends. I really like it. It's just. It's just, yeah, I can't pay attention to, to it all. He wants you to remember how many friends he has. <laughs> you, I have so many Discord channels. I mean, I just well, just because I'm on a Discord channel doesn't mean I have friends. I could just be a freaking cyber stalker, and I just can't you, handle all that. You could be both. You could be a cyber stalker and have a lot of friends. I guess. Speaking of cyber stalker, you got a question for us today. Oh, yeah. It has nothing to do with Cyberstalk. No, it doesn't. So instead of doing a poll, which Dean kind of did like a little back and forth poll with us, which was fun, um, I just thought I would ask a question. And the funny thing is, is that this actually has to do with next week's episode more than this week's episode, because I kind of got my wires crossed a little bit. Mm, okay. Um, so let me just pull it up right here. I thought I had it pulled up. I did have it pulled up. <laughs> I just didn't have the right tab. Um I had a game that we're going to talk about next week that really surprised me. I won't tell you which way or the other. So I just asked the question to Meepletown, what was the last game that really surprised you? I'm not talking about just, "Ah, 
oh, hey there. Like, you were like, dang. Like, good or bad. Like, that was awful, and I expected it to be amazing. Or I had no radar, you know, that wasn't on my radar, but that game was just great. You want to hear what Meeple Town has to say? Yeah, so they were sharing their what the games were. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is good, so I don't have to guess anything. No, this is the only... I know, this is the negative to this having a question like this is that we're not going to have that. So uh, let me ask you this though. Why don't you just guess a few of the games maybe? Just say, Hey, what, what, what was a game? What a game do you maybe guess a few games that you think surprise a lot of people and maybe one or two will show up. Hmm. Are these newer games for the most part? No, they're not newer games. No, okay. not, no. Um, not at all. Are they games that we talk about a lot? And that's my last question. I, I need some. Not necessarily, but okay. some, yes. Because my, yeah. my mind first went to like Godfather, but I don't know if that would be a surprise because we talk about it so much. And I thought maybe somebody actually picked it up because we, we get people that will say every once in a while, hey, I picked up Godfather and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go with, um, I'm going to go with a beige game then. How about El Grande? I don't think anyone wrote that on there, but that's good. I mean, yeah, there, there are some new games on here, and some. I mean, this is really a shot in the dark. I'm asking. Let you me do one more, one more yeah. guess. And if you get it right, I'll give you another guess. Okay, let's go. We with... don't have a million comments on this either. Just so you know. Oh man, I wish I had a better. I probably got like ten to fifteen people, probably like fifteen maybe that listed out a game and why they liked it. Okay, I'm gonna say. Uh, Flamecraft? I don't know. I really have no idea. Okay. No, that's not on there, but let's just let's just let's just talk about some of these. Uh Derek O says Dune Imperium. Oh, okay. Uh, I avoided the hype after reading some negative reviews. This isn't a deck building game. Boring colors, too much luck. Acquired in a trade, fell in love immediately with the worker placement plus light deck building um intense endings. I had a similar experience except for the first time I played it. We were we were in this room. I remember playing it, and it just didn't hit me. You didn't like it. That's yeah. Right. I yeah. didn't. No, I gave it a seven and a half. Oh, oh. So I you, thought it was okay. good. Like I was like, I like this game. This is fun. But I didn't go out and buy it. You know, none of that. Then I read the Dune. I read Dune. I've n- had never read it, and then of course watched the movie. And I thought I would like to try this again because there are some things that I remember and was blown away the second time I played it. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. How did I miss this? And I think I missed it because Dean. I, I, this is not. Dean got some really lucky card draws. Do you remember that, Dean? I do, Because yeah. there's only yeah. like two or three cards that give you in-game scoring, and you got, I think, all of them. And I was like, this sucks. And and that can still happen in the game. It did happen with my game with, yeah. with Rick uh, at Tennessee Game Days in the, in the fall. Who did that? You or him? Me. It was me. Did, he, did you beat him? I did. And I, I, well, okay, Rick, you'll have to correct me on this. I, I think that I did one. I felt a little bad about that because there, there really is only two, I think, cards. I think there's two, and you had both, and you accomplished yes, them both. The exact same thing happened. Yeah. I, I, that is the, the flaw to that game, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I um, agree with that. For an incredible game, it keeps it kind of interesting and keeps you potentially guessing towards the end, mm-hmm. but you can just luck out on that. Besides that, it's almost a flawless game, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like, I just love it. Um, so he might have I, I felt the same one. way as you, actually. I'm sorry. Th- this is a whole other topic that we'll never get through if we talk this much. But I think he may have felt the same way as you yeah. because that, that may have put a Play little Play it again, Rick, if you're listening. Yeah. Because, like, I was – I mean, I still thought that was fun, but that was a stupid ending. Mm-hmm. And, but I, to me, it's – I mean, it's a top 50 game for me now. Neil McClatchy, how about that? How about Neil? Hey, Neil. Aquatica. I've never played Aquatica. Ooh. He said zero expectations. Wasn't a big fan of the art. 
Reluctantly sat down to play it. Loved by all the com- loved all the combos and triggers. I really want to play that. Yeah, I've never I've never played that. Speaking of beige, Rob Stevenson says Brussels eighteen ninety three. Ooh, that's a good game. Yeah, that's picked the- it up on a whim from a local seller, and he really enjoyed it. That's the board game, right? Because mm-hmm. the other one's like 1897 or something yeah, like that's that. that's right. Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, good game. Real yeah, good. Yep, love that. I'm going to kind of go kind of fast now. Um, Evan Halbert, The Magnificent, which I'm trying to sell. He and I were just talking about that in the Which I, I really like chat. it. I'm just... It's one of those games for me that just kind of falls into this like, it's a solid eight. I've got other games I'd rather play probably, but if mm-hmm. you want to play it, of course I'll play it. And that's only and, I, and my collection can't be that big. Yeah, probably one of the hardest ones I'm getting rid of. I really did like that, but I'm it's trying so to get good. rid of it. So good. How about Patrick Foster pulling out Guild of Merchant Explorers? Oh, boring oh. name. Yes, which we talked about. Yes, not super thrilling art. I like the art. Okay, um, really liked it. Me too. I I totally agree with that pick. All right, Pope Lando, Tim Crisco, Crisco. <laughs> uh, t- see, let's see what he says. Tough question. Um, actually, for me, did he not give an answer? Hold, hold up, but I guess perpetual. He <laughs> come on, Tim, get to the I know, point. To the point. <laughs> In a world where viticulture and agricola are the two most popular Euro games, he's surprised that Brewcrafters isn't more popular. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. You know, when we first started this podcast, I think I said, John, I know you that, sh- that, that should have been the game. I no, you did a great, you did good. We'll get to that. You next did week. good, kid. If we can play that soon. That is a great pick. It's it's a good game. For next week's episode, Dean has he chose a game. If you all remember, he did this to me not that long ago with Eclipse, and we sat down, and I'm like, really? He didn't know what he was coming. I over didn't know to what, I, and, and he's like so excited. And this time, he did it again, and he did better. That's all I'm gonna say. Knocked it out of the park. Um, okay, Matt Walker. Where do I vote on the poll? He, oh, sorry, Ooh. Matt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to do something different. That's just is what it is. Uh, Meadow. I thought it would be overhyped with the delicious art and just a little bit of gameplay. He wasn't keenly, overly keen on drafting, uh, but was surprised by how much thought was required. Okay. Connecting the symbols. I've never played that. That's what Matt said? Or is mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I've been wanting to play that one too. Uh, from uh, Camilla, I think is who, the, who likes yeah. it on Dice Tower. Yeah. Uh, also, he got to play Beyond the Sun this weekend with his mother. Mm. And... Um, really enjoyed it so was happy that there wasn't like crazy rules and stuff like that it was pretty simple to play and then lastly on the guild then i'll run over to twitter then we'll be done peter shot said dice kingdoms of valeria oh okay I don't, I don't know anything about that i don't either i didn't know there was i know kingdoms of valeria and all those games i, I it's one of those but, that i get lost in the weeds i don't care anything about that series because it's so much stuff and i just don't know where to start yeah. I'm interested, though. Yeah, but, I mean, he said he really liked it. Um, Valeria in a dice form to roll and write and said he's surprised by how much him and his family enjoyed that game. So, I know Dean's getting... Mm, man, I know, I'm, Dean's I'm thinking, on this oh, Peter. huge roll and write kick right now. We're yeah. not even talking about any of those today. Nope. Ryan Fournier said burn One. cycle. I don't even know what that is. It's a card game? Is that right? It made somebody's top list of the year. It's probably his current favorite game. Ooh, okay. Wow. What, that we need to, hey, I'll tell you what. Ryan, check that out. Ryan never leads me astray yep. in, in game picks. Other areas, absolutely he does, but not in game picks. That's, uh, man, okay, I got to try that now. Yeah, I mean, you should. Every time Ryan suggests a game, it's it's a home run for me. Spirit Joris, Island and uh, yep. Aeons, and sorry. Joris, Joris says Scythe for the first time and really enjoyed it. Great. I love that. Um, 
I know it's just just in quotes. Greg uh, says uh, placing tiles, moving tracks, but man, did Planet Unknown surprise me. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's so good. So uh, good. Scott says um, both Exit Fellowship for the Ring and Unlocked Pandemic surprised him. I've been wanting to play Exit Fellowship for the Ring, so because I thought my kids would really be into that. Uh, I'd like Rent Free Games says Food Chain Magnet brought out an unexpected level of ruthlessness, but I'm here for it. Ooh. I, that's one I've always wanted to play, but feel like I'm going to be disappointed. And then uh-huh. save the best for last board game hot takes podcast. Okay. In the year of the dragon. Oh, come on. All I ever heard was it was punishing, but no one ever told me how fun this game was. Yes. Who, who, who is this? Tim? It, it doesn't this... say, let me see. All right. I'm done with the podcast now. I'm no longer listening to no, I'm just kidding. That is it. It's, it's a good game. It's wow. That's, it's not that good. Though. Yes. It's amazing. It's top 50. It's such an incredible game. I love that game. Bah. No, you are, you that's, are boo uh, you. That's, that's Tim all the way. I'm going with boo I'm saying, you. That's, that's Tim from board game hot takes and go Tim. <laughs> I feel like y'all have a lot of the same taste anyway, but board game hot. Here's a hot take. They started their <laughs> podcast. <laughs> quite a bit after us and are crushing us so you oh, should just go listen to them instead <laughs> four times bigger than us at least i mean more than four times bigger than us but they're good i listen to them yeah i don't uh, yeah we suck at <laughs> this. <laughs> that's why john's really that's out. why i'm leaving yeah when he told me the numbers that board game hot takes is getting i was just like well i'm done which is great i yeah of I'm course it is thrilled for him yeah that's john saying their name not. i'm hoping they get some more listeners <laughs> Alrighty, do you just want to talk about some games? Yeah, I do. John, you got a game that's first on the list here. What's the first game on the list there? For that is Targi the Expansion. Yeah, okay. Um, I had bought that like months ago, and I'd been eyeing it for quite some time, and finally got that thing to the table. I'm a pretty big Targi fan. How about you, Dean? Yes, it's been a while since I played it. Not as big as you and Jonathan. Jonathan yeah. loves that game. I mean, it's not like my favorite game of all time, but if we're talking about like uh, small box two-player games, it it would make a top 10 list, I'm sure, for sure. Um, if not, maybe even a top five list. The expansion is going to, uh, it's going to change some of the cards that you have that go around. It's going to add another element called water. Um, and it's going to kind of maybe open the game up just a little bit more, which I don't always like in games. Oftentimes, I actually just don't like when expansion does that. But it, this one also adds... Um, like you have the robber going around, but another Targi, like a Targi person that is going to, if you go to that spot, then you're going to get bonuses uh, for doing that. But it adds this uh, sand dunes cards that go on the side of your board now. And you can go there and after you've gone there, that's it. The card's gone. But it makes it really interesting. Um, really tough decisions because you don't get as much cross action in the middle if you go there, you get not, you know, because you lose one of your persons. Mm-hmm. And so you're jumping over there and I, I loved the expansion. So I don't want to, I'm just, I thought it was fantastic. It, that one surprised me. I kind of expected it to be one of those things where I was like, yeah, I don't care. Cause that happens with a lot of expansions. I feel like, like, mm, okay, you did this, but like, I, I would not play without the expansion if it was possible. So if you have 15 bucks laying around and you're a Targi fan, I highly recommend the expansion. I am a Targi fan. The problem is I don't get the physical copy to the table enough. I've had multiple times to buy this, and I just haven't. Do they have the expansion on BGA or no? I don't know. That's what I was about to ask you. Uh, I, I know that Targi is on BGA because I've played it, and Steve O'Rourke would know because he plays it all the time. Him and Verla play it, I think, nonstop on there. I, I really like the expansion. It was it was quite nice. Okay, 
this this has to do with Targi, so I'm not really going in a different direction. But have you? Is that pick creepy? That is a little creepy. Yeah. There's this there's just this girl that held the Targi box up to her face, and it looks kind of realistic. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Do you? Good job. If you go to the main page of Targi and Targi the expansion, have you seen the Japanese cover? Uh, of I, this I game? saw it sometime. Wow. It's beautiful, and I it's appa- yeah, apparently it's by a uh, famous Japanese ma- manga. Is that how you say it? Manga, manga. I don't know. Artist, um, Tera Akitsu. Wow, that is so beautiful. I think it's. I don't know. You might not like it. I, not everybody's um, gonna like it. I actually like the the cover that I have, but I I'm, like the expansion cover better. My wife did too. I said, "Which box do you want to keep?" She said, "The expansion." I think it's prettier. Oh, I'll have to look at that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, talk about your next game. Oh, you so got, I'm just you got, going. You got I'm just going to go back to back. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd go me, you, me, you. No, no, no. Well, this is how we had it listed on here. Oh, Dean. Look at your show notes. Mm. I'm just kidding. We don't do show notes, but we did talk about the order of this beforehand. Yeah. What was the game? Other game? Istanbul. Istanbul. Yeah. So, sorry, we're talking about a lot of games today, so I just wanted to make sure I'm on the right same page with him. So I played Istanbul again for the first time in Dean. Three years, maybe. How when was the last time you played it? Uh, I played the app within the last couple months, but Matt uh, Matt Winneborg had my copy for a long time, and uh, I probably played your copy. He introduced me to this game. When? Oh, oh, oh. No, no, he only had it for months. You and no, I introduced like six or seven years ago. Oh, oh, sorry. Yes, yes. You and I have played it since then, but no, no, oh, no. Oh, you were at my house. Were you in that game? No, no. Was that the game where I didn't order any veggie pizza? <laughs> and then I felt, because uh, you had never come over, and then you were like, I'm vegetarian. I thought you were joking. And then I felt terrible. Was that me? I thought it was me, Jonathan. I mean, Justin and Matt. No, I, I don't me, think Justin I was there for that. Yeah. I don't I don't think I was there. Matt was just he over may the have house. bought the copy. I know he has it, I think. Anyways. <laughs> Matt? <laughs> we're going off on a tangent. It was early in my Stones River time which would have been about seven years ago this was like within the last two years that he borrowed my copy did he borrow this yeah yeah he had my copy i had the expansions maybe he didn't have the expansion stuff with his that's possible yeah anyway go ahead okay so i (laughs) i I did not play the expansion stuff last time i have mocha in uh, bakshish and last time i played it larissa didn't like it like that because she thought it was just kind of too wide open and she like thought it was a lot tighter and so we played the regular base game and dean i really liked it a lot this yes. is a great game it is a fantastic it's, game. it's it's smooth as silk it's easy to teach I, I i mean i would say it's like probably like an eight out of ten for me what it has caused me to do because i'm trying to pare down my collection is to say do i want to keep this or yokohama which one would you cut? Because there's a lot of similarities here. Yeah, I might, I might cut Yokohama. I would, I would. That's cut how I'm leaning, but I want to play Yokohama one more time because it's just a little longer, isn't it? And this is just quick, fast, fun. The only thing that I didn't like about Istanbul when I played it years ago, <laughs> it's been a long time, was I felt like there's a little bit of a runaway leader. Like you can know, oftentimes, several turns ahead like it's over dean's got me mm. i've got three gems he's got five he just has to get one more to win the game there's no nothing i can do and you're just kind of taking pointless turns right if you're both playing well it shouldn't happen but that can happen in that game yeah but I it's get, pretty quick though i get that yeah and the the turns are really quick too which is a big plus for this game i, I tend to like games where your turns are 
lickety split and then it comes around to you really fast like a um yeah yeah there's a lot of games like that yep. um, planet unknown is one that i was just thinking of but anyway it's ranked excuse me sorry a little uh burp action outside the the old uh, microphone <laughs> it's ranked 148 for a reason yep it's it's it would make a top 100 list for me i think yeah, and this is a good this is a good introductory game too. I only have one log play on here. Do you like I'm not the great at logging my plays? Uh, I it's been a while since I played that second one. The the what was the first one you said? Mocha and Bakshish. Yeah, that one I really enjoyed. I don't remember the other one actually. I remember enjoying that one, and my wife didn't, and I was like, I have to go back and play that one again. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. would. Uh, yep, I, I need to go b- back and play those as well. But I, I play the app more so now. I, I like the app. It's well done. Well, it, what what got me thinking about it again is on this. Someone's selling the uh, the big box at the Tennessee game days. So I'm like, and it's not expensive. I don't think. But I'm my wife didn't like the ex- the other expansion, so I just don't. Mm. I think that might be a. Should I should I run down some of these games and you tell me if I should buy them? You should just do it right now. Yeah. So uh, we have a con that's coming up, and I, we would like audience participation. And tell me like one way or the other. I just went through literally every single li- thing on this sixty page. So there's I think thirteen hundred games or something like that. And I wrote down a handful of games I am intrigued by. Intrigued by some of them I'm not that intrigued by, and I'm trying, but I'm also trying not to buy a bunch of games this year i'm trying to sell a ton yeah. so um yeah. yeah so i'm just gonna say it fallout shelter and i'll tell you why yes i love the app and my kids might play it with me yep i would say yes because i also want to try that meeple town let us know if anyone's actually played that game it gets like decent reviews yeah in the discord this will be a good conversation there you, you go. should post these in the discord okay go into the discord and see and probably by the time i say some of these there'll be people that are like It'll be sold or something, but it's fine. Oh, that's true. We're dropping this in a week and a half, so. Are we? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, this is almost a pointless conversation. <laughs> no, 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 it's still that's good. That's fun. Anyway, I still okay. want to hear it. Or at Labora. I've never played it. Never played it, but I, you probably, you got to try it, right? I, I, I feel like I've got to try it, but I also feel like it's kind of like Glass Road. Like, I got it. I enjoy playing it, but there's just other games of his that are very similar that I'd rather play. Yeah. And I'm worried that it would just fall kind of into that same category. You should look in the library. Uh, they have a list of their games in the library on the website. Okay. So. Uh, Pret-a-Porte, someone had a pretty good price on that. The second edition? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was good. Although you might... if I if, don't know if my wife would want to play that. And if she doesn't, then you can just play mine. So maybe yeah. not. Uh, I'll say this one that we super skill pinball here. Great things about it. Yeah. I didn't love it. Wow. You know how I feel about my rolling rights. I actually, I I got rid of that. I was stunned. Like I thought that you were going to say like, really, really, really like it. Yeah. You got to grab that Istanbul big box. If anyone has that, let me know. Let me know if there's some of the expansions that I think it's got the big box has two expansions with it. Right. Yes. Um, So if, if, you know, Uh, I mentioned this to Dean earlier too. What about original Glenmore? If I love Glenmore too. No, you don't need it. Okay. I'm you'll a, you'll you'll like it less. Okay. Cyclades. Never played it. It's really good. Yeah, but it's one of those I think that's one they're reprinting. Is it to um, take that So it might be you might end up getting wife? getting mine. I might just pass okay. mine along to you if I end up getting the reprint at some point. I'm good with that. I'll sell it to you for hundred dollars today. <laughs> this one's only thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I do have an expansion in there. So there you go. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> Nation's dice. 
I do want to try that one. Check yeah. with Jonathan because I'm pretty sure he owned that one, or okay, maybe still Jonathan, owns it. Right. Yeah, but he didn't like regular nations, did he? Not enough to keep it, but I still think he liked it. Okay, okay. okay. Maybe I was thinking of like, okay, um, almost done here. Oh, uh, actually, I'm gonna start off with. Um, oh, say, there's a crokinole for a hundred. Neil's Neil's already bid on it, hundred bucks. So he might be listening here. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's too Can much I, space. So here's the thing. I considered buying that. Yeah. I saw that on there too. I can't go to Tennessee but game don't days, you have but two? I still. I, have, I mean, you already I have, have one. one. So what would you do? For, you know, I work with college students and they're oh. really into board games. I thought about getting it for our building and just leaving it out there. Yeah, that makes I, sense. I think they would love it. So I, it's possible. But I might, pick that one up. I might do that. Neil, you better raise your bid. Dean comes snake it. And a hundred dollars for those boards. That's how much you can buy them for, but you got to factor in shipping and the waiting and everything else. Yeah. Um, because it's, they only do the Kickstarters, I think. And I don't even know if they still do that. I really want one, but I'm afraid it's going to sit in the corner and like take up a ton of space. And my wife's going to just rightfully so be like, why did you buy that? We, we get ours out at the holidays and stuff like that. So, but I think my dad and brother and stuff would love something like that. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I'm like. I think people would really you don't have to really teach much. Just boom, boom, boom. Play it. And Buy it. it. You will not regret it. Yes, the answer is yes. Out of all these, that's the the best wow. option for you to. Wow. Buy. Yeah. Okay. That's that's saying a lot, Deanie. It's fantastic because you'll play it all day long too. People love it. How they about, won't want to play anything else. I promise. And that's the that maybe that's a fault of it. Maybe you don't want it for that reason. Yeah. There you go. Um. Jamie Epstein. Post. Suburbia Collector's Edition. And I've said this last year, this happened to me. Somebody had it about the same price as he listed it. And I sometimes will just say buy it now for this. Some will have like a starting reserve. Mm -hmm. And no one had bid on this, I don't think. And so, like, starting at 50 bucks or buy it now 75. So, part, and I I do really like Suburbia and I talked, my wife loves it. So, like, perfect game to have the collector's edition of, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I hesitated for like a day or two and I'm like, no, this is dumb. I kicked myself for not getting it <laughs> last time. I'm going to get it this time. And what's so fun is that, um, Jamie actually posted. I wondered if you'd be interested. I heard you mention it on the last episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I didn't know that, uh, Jamie listened. So, Hey, that is amazing. Jamie's I, a super guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just that I'm just very excited that he listens to the podcast and that as I'm on my way out, I'm going to take his, collector's edition of suburbia there you go you probably get a play with with him of something too yeah that would be great actually yeah it's unfortunately my i won't be able to go on friday and i don't know how long i'll be there on saturday you know like i've got a i'm gonna have some tight windows potentially but if i can that'd be awesome last is i actually thought about tiny towns even though i've sold it i that game has made me think about it a lot more like I've since then I've been like, should I have just kept that game? Does it have any expansion stuff with it? I don't think so. Okay. What I, do don't, you think? I don't have any expansion stuff. So I I taught this to my students and they loved it. We did a six player game. Every one of them loved it. I've talked to my staff. Dang they it. really enjoyed it. It seems like one of those that that would happen. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a fun game. It's it really is a big hit for. I don't want to play it all the time, uh, and I enjoy yeah. it. But it's 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 fine. It's just the how much use I've gotten out of teaching new players. And that, then it's, that's and then what it's, I was thinking. Then they're really interested in other games. So it's, it's been a big hit. It's yeah. a great, great gateway game in that sense. That's, and I've been playing with a lot of gateway people lately. And I think that's why it has me like, 
thinking, man, that might be worth getting back again because mm-hmm. everyone just seems to really love that. But anyways, okay, so let me know, y'all. Oh, I also wrote down, I don't own the physical copy of Spyfall, and I th- always think that that's like a fun in-your-car you don't need on. the physical copy. You can just use the phone, right? Yeah, that's what it, I've always. I done. actually think the phone's better. Better, yeah. yeah. That's been that's I, only time I play it is like we're on a road trip or something like that, yeah. and my kids and I were like, let's play Spyfall, and it's been really fun just to do that. But yeah, okay, well, that's a good idea. Like you play in the car? Yeah. Oh, why not? Well, because you're on your phone in the car when you're driving. <laughs> How do you do that? No, but I, I mean. If you I don't. Just, you don't have to stare at you it. You just have to look at it. I see. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. You just okay. have to look at it like for a second, and then you have these conversations, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're trying to figure out what's what's cracking. That's a good idea, John. I like that. I know. I don't know why I've never thought of that. It's been great. Okay. When you're on a road trip with your students or whoever, if yeah. you ever do that, you probably don't do that. You drive separately. I. You're kind of VIP. I have a family too, so. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, you can do it with your family. I like it. That's great. Yep. There we go. Can I talk about a game now? I know. This episode is going to be pretty long. All over the place. Yeah, Yeah, we are. But that was fun. No, that was good. I actually was doing this to Dean before the podcast started. And in my mind, I went, this would be cool for the podcast. And about five seconds later, Dean goes, we should do this on podcast. You should stop right now. (laughs) (laughs) You think people will miss the tangents? Maybe we'll still have the tangents, but maybe not in the same same way. Maybe uh, there is a great possibility that I could do Johnny monologue Mm. and just send him to you. And you could say, nope, I or say, yes. <laughs> John, this is two hours. I'm not going to post this. All the power I've handed over uh, to Dean. He could do anything he wants, and I'm not going to say boo about it. He even said he wanted off the website. You want? You said you wanted your face off the website is what no, you said. No, I didn't, but you should. Isn't that what you said? You said something no, along those No, I lines. said that I'm going to change everything into your name. Oh, I got you. Because I, I, I don't want you to ever have to be like trying to get a hold of me, and you can't in the... Because my name is on the website or on the uh, the bank account, the or, bank account, yeah. and all that stuff. Like I'm like, I want you to have like full. It's up to you. You're the king of Meeple Town. I just got a lot. You won here. I just, you freaking won. You sack of dung. I won the game you of won. all games. You did. You are. You are. Like we've talked about this forever. <laughs> you are the king. You are the mayor. Whatever you want to call it, the El Presidente. There's no one to challenge you unless I teach this new person how to challenge you. Unlimited power. <clears throat> you have. Itty, you do. Itty bitty. You get to space. pick who your next person is. You're deciding. Okay. I have no say in it. I don't want anybody else. Nobody can do this better than me I, unless I can. So clone, it's just Dean by himself. Unless I can clone myself, it's just going to be me. It's the only way. Who is the greatest opponent of Dean <laughs> other than Dean? Remember that episode? Is that Dwight? the one where Dwight fights himself? Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> That was so good. All right. Can I talk about a game here? Sure thing. I've been real pumped to talk about this. You I may just have... asked me. So I think, does that mean I'm higher than you? Oh. For a moment? I'm going to talk about a game here. Okay. A game that John has not played. This is, ooh, I got a lot of, uh, I got a lot of power in this, in, in what I'm about to say. Okay. 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 A Stefan Feld game Dang. that you have not played. I know, dude. You're, nope. Okay. That's right. That's right, Dean. The new hotness. That's right, Dean. It's one of the City Collection games. John's getting all all excited over here. How do you spell it? Marrakesh. M-A-R-R-A-K-E-S-H. Yep. Okay. City of Morocco. So we played a four-player game of this. We uh, Steph Hodge uh, taught us this game at, at Jonathan's game night. And so four of us playing this game. And I don't. I, I, here's the thing. I don't really know where to start. Let me start with the size of this game. It's a giant box game, like the size of Amerigo. Uh, I think so. I think it's the same size box as Amerigo. There's a lot of stuff in here. There's a cube tower, John. 
There's a cube tower. I mean, I mean Dean Timini's is John to cube towers. There we go. Not yeah. really. Yeah. But I think it's kind of cool. This cube tower is less exciting than other cube towers. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Know. So you got a cube tower. Everybody has these these uh, cylinders. Okay. You know, the, like those hex yeah. cylinders or whatever. Everyone has 12 of those. Those are your Keshi. Okay. So you are going to take three each. There's three seasons. There's three seasons of this game, I think is how it's how it's listed, or years or whatever. And you're gonna play all twelve of those Keshi three at a time. This is a table hog. So four oh huge table hog. Yes. Everything about wow. this game is it looks it looks pretty big. though. It is. It is really pretty. You've got dual air um individual boards, your player boards are dual layered mm. and they're they're really big. Okay, so I'm gonna take three of these of these cylinders and I'm going to hand them to the person that's going to take all of them and then drop them into the cube tower. And those are going to be the actions that you're going to draft for that round. Okay. So, so you're drafting actions. You're going to draft a color square. So you take all of those, you put them on their specific color square, whichever one's come out of the tower. Okay. okay. You can only take up to two of each of those colors. So if there's three in one cube, I can, or in one square, I can only take two of those and then the next person can take those. Okay. After you do that, then you take your action. So each one of those colors matches up with a different area of your board. And those are the different actions that you're going to be able to take. Now, I'm not going to go through all of those actions. Sure. Um, there is some moving up of tracks. There is in-game scoring tiles that you'll be able to get through actions. There are, uh, I probably should be looking at the board to be able to remember what all these different actions do. There's one that you spin this little wheel like you turn the wheel and then you take the action as many times as the as you have people you in that spin space. a wheel you don't spin the wheel you turn it you just oh. like i was i mean i was excited but also disappointed i didn't know how to feel yeah <laughs> <laughs> big money big money <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's some in game playing game of life again <laughs> There's some in-game, not end-game. There's some engine building in this of the, of the different tiles that you're going to get. Cool. Um, and you have to pay for those. And so you play through three years, and whoever has the most points at the end of the game is going to be the winner. Um, the, here's here's There's a lot, again, a lot to this game. You're going to be also moving up a, a river to be able to get some bonuses as the, as the game goes on, as the rounds go on. Okay. Here are some positives and negatives that I have about this game. Okay. The the negative is the cube tower. I don't know how much of it is a negative. So I okay. this is wow. based on some of my this not my experience. Okay, this is a first Meeple Town news. Dean hates cube towers. That's not true. Said something negative about a cube tower. We played four players and there was most rounds you had things that got hung up in there. Okay. I've heard in two-player games that rarely does anything get hung up in there because you have less. And here's the thing. When you drop cubes in there, it's much more likely than dropping a cylinder, a hex cylinder that may or may not just go tumbling through there, right? Okay. Yep. And so if you had cubes, more things would get hung up. But I think that was on purpose that they did these instead of cubes is my guess because you don't want to get too much stuff hung up in there. Okay. But it is good if you do have some stuff that gets hung up yeah. because it's possible of the actions that you take. Oh, I didn't mention this. So when you pick your three actions, you also have these three meeple type characters. You're going to put all three of those in those different regions on your board. So those are going to activate. Okay. I can still draft colors that are not the actions that I put in there, 
But if I do that, I'm only basically taking that and putting it onto my board that's going to strengthen the action later on. Okay. Okay. Or uh, it can do other things, but most of the time it's just strengthening your actions for later on. Um, but in a two-player game, I've heard nothing really gets hung up in there, so it's not as interesting. But I still think it'd probably be good at two, just not as good for that that reason. John, I'm going to stop there and not talk about the game anymore because this is just a, a what have we been playing lately. Okay. Do you think I like this game? Yes. Do you think I like this game a lot? Yes. Do you think this is the best Feld game in the history of the Feld games? I think it's better than Castles of Burgundy. It is not. <laughs> okay, we'll just start right there. All right, let's just... No, I don't know how much you like it, but you've rarely, except for maybe in the Year of the Dragon, uh, played a Feld game that you were kind of met on. You're usually like, that was fun. Yeah, this one was excellent. Wow. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Even... I it, it's possible this is a top five felt for me possibly I need to play it more and it might get dinged because of because again I haven't played it at two but my guess is it's probably not as interesting at two yeah. because of the way that cube tower works I still think I would like it because honestly even if things don't get hung up in there I think the actions themselves the way all that plays out take away the cube tower completely mm -hmm. and I still think it's an interesting game I think it makes it more interesting because you don't know all of the the possible actions that you can take got gotcha. you you're still triggering your actions which is good so it's not like a total loss of things get hung up in there mm -hmm. but you're not able to strengthen them maybe as much as you want to to strengthen them so I got destroyed first off okay I came in last place in this game but I still really liked it. I think it's I think it's fantastic. I want to explore it more. The negative, other than the cube tower, the box size is huge. I think the price tag is probably huge on this. I haven't even looked it up on on anything yet. You got to try this one. You're okay. you're gonna love this game. Okay, love it. I I mean I'm 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 color me. I mean color me intrigued is a uh, that's that's like what am I saying? I don't know. It's it's it, that's not enough. You you're more than intrigued. Oh, I'm more than intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> it's also heavier, which is a good or a bad for you. Literally maybe. and figuratively. Yeah. Is heavy. Is so a what would box. you say? Okay. So knowing what games my wife gravitates towards, is this too heavy for her? You think potentially? Did she like Bora Bora? She lo really loves Bora Bora. Okay. I don't think this is necessarily, I don't think this is a heavy. Let me, okay. Let me retract what I said. I don't think this is a heavy game. It's, it just has a lot going on. Okay. And I actually, I got hung up on the action selection piece for a while. I was like, I don't understand. Like mm -hmm. something in my brain is not wrapping around this. But when the one it, once it did, you, I was like, oh, this is not a difficult not game. Difficult. Okay. Which is like Bora Bora. I don't think Bora Bora is a difficult game, but it's a lot to like look at. You got to, yeah. And you got to think ahead all the time with that game. So I, yes, I, love it. I think you will love this game. And I think your wife could, could love it as well if, wow. if she loves Bora Bora. And it's nothing like Bora Bora. How much Bora is it going to cost, like a $1,000? I've not looked it up. Are you looking it up now? No, I, I it didn't might see not it. even be available. No, it's not. Know. It's not available in the U.S., so okay. I, I think, couldn't see it. I think this was a Kickstarter copy maybe, or maybe maybe you know Steph gets things earlier than, than most, I yeah. think. So it, I think this was her copy. Um, Yeah, I don't know. But people okay. are getting their Kickstarter, so maybe, maybe there'll be... If this... Surely this is going to retail. I don't imagine that it's not, but... I'm gonna have to check this one out. Yeah. It, oh, I didn't. We didn't play the deluxe version. If you're looking at the pictures and you see the wooden gates on there, I think with the wooden gates that has to increase the the feel. Everything so much better. I don't care about any of the other deluxe things probably. Okay. But those gates being wooden would be really helpful. Anyway, maybe metal coins would be nice. I don't Your know. Commentary is kind of wooden. Okay. Let's talk about a game we played together. Okay. 
Mm, not Marrakesh. Sorry, switching over. Caesar, Caesar, seize Rome in twenty. Seize Rome in I'm twenty not, minutes. Sorry, I got to do that again. Caesar, seize Rome in twenty minutes. Two yeah. exclamation marks in one title. Wow. What do you think about that? It's like it's a little in my face. I'm like, <laughs> hey, back off, game. It's a little. Get up out of my. It's coming get, on get strong. Out of my grill. Yeah. It's coming on strong. It needs to it needs to take it easy a little bit. But it, this is by the uh, by the same company that did uh, and and the same designer who did uh, Blitz, Blitzkrieg. Moria. Yeah, Paolo Paolo Mori. Mori is Mori now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is a similar game to Blitzkrieg where you're putting things on the board and triggering things. In this one, you are taking these discs. You're going to have two discs, and you're going to choose one that you're going to put on the board based on it's got two different values on it, uh, a value with a line in between it. You're going to put it on a border of two nations, and that is going to add to the – it's going to increase the influence that you're going to have in those nations. And so if once that nation closes out, meaning all of the surrounding spaces are closed mm-hmm. – then whoever has the most in that one is going to be able to put their marker on that territory. And that's how you're going to win the game is getting rid of all your markers first. Also, if you're the one who closes it out, even if you don't have the most influence there, you're going to get a bonus. Like those types of moves. Yeah. And those give you lots of things. They're going to allow you to put more, potentially more disc out, you know, of your, your markers or whatever. They might give you another turn. They might allow you to get another, tile that you can choose from they if you play with the the different expansion modules that are in the box you might have a poison tile that takes away one of the tiles from somebody else but you don't have to play with that that's it that's it that's the whole game plays in about 20 minutes (laughs) i would hope so since it's a seize rome in 20 minutes what do you think it's called caesar (laughs) caesar rome in 20 minutes they could have done that and just had one less exclamation mark i mean that would be perfect actually yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't fit with the Blitzkrieg. All right, what do you think of this? And then we'll we'll compare these two. With the Blitzkrieg. first time I played Caesar, it was at PAX. You and Jonathan wiped the floor <laughs> with me. I mean, like it was like, what are you th- doing? That happened within under ten minutes. I think game over. Caesar, it Caesar Roman twenty minutes now. Not if you're playing Johnny. (laughs) Ten minutes. I played Dean the other day, and literally the same thing happened. You were pretty bad. I I mean, like it was like the same. I let him take Italia, which is in the middle, right? Yes. And like the same thing happened. I think when I played Jonathan, where I let him take that too early, and it just like started spreading all over the place, and I was like. Well, I definitely lost that again. So here's my feelings. Okay. I love playing it, even though I I had a great time, except for now I need to play it more because I'm questioning, is it one too easy in the early game based on, is is there a part that's just too powerful? Probably not, but I have that question mark in my head. Because okay. I've played it twice, and neither time was close at all. And it may just be my blundering. So I so I had a great time playing, but I'm I'll be interested to see hear how others think about that. What do you think about that part? Yeah, I I might agree. I've only played this once, so it's really hard. And for I'm not me to, I'm not that's not a definitive statement. I'm just questioning. To, yeah, yeah. It, that, it it seems that way. Now the the Senate tiles I think are really interesting because they're allow they allow you to 
to be able to put out more of your tiles. And, mm. and the more Senate tiles you get, the more of your markers that you can put with those. So again, you close out a territory, but if you close out the territory that has a Senate marker, you're the one who closes it out and you have the most influence, then you're going to get to take an additional marker off your board, which is just as powerful uh, mm-hmm. as, as Italia in that sense. Th- but the difference is you're not attached to all these different sure. nations that allow you to yep. put out more markers on the board. So I, I get that. But also you can make somebody, you can cover up, like you can attack and cover up their their tile, making it more difficult for them mm-hmm. to do that. But in Italia, you'd have to cover up two markers. So it's difficult. Uh, yeah, that it is. But I, I still... Um... I mean, I think I gave it eight out of ten. Like, I, 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 I feel like it's definitely one of those that I wouldn't mind owning if my yeah. wife would enjoy it. Yeah. Now, can you remember Black, back to Blitzkrieg when we did the review of this? Yeah, we did a video on that. I don't one. know which one I like better. I feel like I like them about the same. Okay, I prefer Blitzkrieg. I, I do. There's more content in the box that that helps. Um, the I, bag building is more interesting. In Blitzkrieg. Yes, I agree. Because you can put other tiles in there. Mm-hmm. Your technology tiles, which I think is really cool. It's it's more of a push-pull than than even what this is, even though that's what this game is. Yeah. It's, it's just more interesting to me. But I still really like Caesar. Uh, but Blitzkrieg. Yeah, he did a great job on these games. Yeah, I agree. And now in 2023, Dogfight, Rule the Skies in 20 Minutes is coming serious? out. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that. No, this is a no. different designer. This is Carlo Rossi. Oh. But... Carlo A. Rossi, and I don't know a whole lot about this one other than it's coming out again this year. Mm. It's and it's in that same. I mean, I'm disappointed it's not the same designer, though. This guy may be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I hope it's. I hope. I remember seeing a board, but I don't see it on here. Where did I see that? That may have been in the news. Maybe on Board Game Geek News, there was a, a board posted on there. So I, I think this one's actually going to be earlier in 2023. I hope. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try it anyway. I like it. I like Caesar. Okay. I like Blitzkrieg. Let's talk about a game that I talked about last week. And everybody, everybody, because we have so many friends, they all said, John, you have to play this game. And I said, John, you have to play this game. And in fact, come to my house right now, and I'm going to teach you this game. And that was? Hadrian's World. <laughs> Sorry. I'm looking at something here on the screen, and you know, I usually say the word that's in front of me. Okay. Uh, Hadrian's Wall, yeah, even even had JD message me yesterday about it, and I didn't tell him that I had played it because I wanted him to hear it on the podcast. Oh, so okay. JD, I right. thought, you know what? I'll just leave you hanging there for a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you, is that what you're doing right now? You're leaving him hanging? So, well, I thought you were going to talk about Hadrian's Wall. Why don't you just share a little bit about it first because you've yep. played it more than I have. Hopefully you've listened to last week's episode, but it is a roll and write, a heavier roll and write mm-hmm. game where you are building up a, a wall to keep the picks out and every round a negative card is going to come out where it's going to tell you where they're coming from or, or cards, I should say, of where they're attacking. And if you don't have the wall built up, you're going to get some disdain and that's that's bad. You're you able to- some boogers because mm-hmm. the picks are coming. You know, yeah, you don't know anything about those type of jokes. Kind of blue though, didn't it? Sorry, I'm getting in a hairy situation. Okay, all right. I don't know. It, are we done? Am I, it's a little pointed. Okay, I'm being a little pointed, I guess. Okay, so the cool thing about this game is there's a lot of different areas to explore, and and 
you will not explore all the boards, which is very, I think, uncommon in most roll and writes. Most roll and writes, you're doing a little bit of everything. This one, you might mm. completely ignore different parts of the board, it's but, a, it but is they're a lot. valid. But they're valid spaces, which is why this game is intimidating. I mm-hmm. think is because the teach is you have. If you want to know what all those different areas do, it's a lot. It was a pretty long teach. It is. It wasn't difficult to understand necessarily, but there's so many different places and the, this does this and that does that. And I did have to refer back to you a lot in that game. And I was yes. right. A lot of the time I remember like, Hey, this is it. Right. But also I made a lot of mistakes where I screwed something up and mm-hmm. I realized it said, dang it, Dean, I screwed that up and so much. Dang it, Bobby. I did happen multiple times at the beginning. He's like, dude, just take a laminated copy of this. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Didn't I? That's right. Yeah. I had some laminated copies. Here's why I did this, John. I knew that you this was this the end of Meeple Town, and I wanted to have a a little uh, little memory of John and Hadrian's wall box, because you know it would have been a sheet that you filled out and I beat you in, and instead you 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 messed up. No, that's you, a- you screwed it up. I screwed up my first game too, and there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. Like one, there's different sections of the wall yeah. that that don't open up unless you build the granaries. And so the first time I played it, I just completely ignored that. And I was like, hey, what are those things? And then I saw, oh, you're not supposed to mark off any areas until you do that. So, yeah. but what did you think of this game? We don't have to go in the, all the gameplay aspects. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Um, it had some feels of like paladins because I think it was with the people, how you would keep, you would get more and have to plan those people out, which, I mean, this is kind of the same with a lot of the, um, Garpill game like several of them kind of have that you're getting these meeples and you're trying to get them and may, oh I'm going to get some more and let's figure out this there definitely was um, a decent amount of this triggers this and, and, and a lot of times it was oh I get this meeple okay now I've got two purple now I can do this if I want mm-hmm. now if I did this then it could maybe do something here and I thought uh, I thought it was very fun I, th- I thought it was really solid let me say that I would like to say it that way I wasn't blown away like saying like, this is amazing. I just love this. I can't wait to play it again. But I thought it was a really solid game that I enjoyed. I gave it eight out of 10 on the, on BGG. Not that they're exactly the same, but because they have similar weight in their roll and rights. Do you remember Roman Roman roll enough to compare those? Uh, It's tough. I, I remember feeling like, I enjoyed this more my first play. Okay. Then but but I've I've also wanted to go back and play Roman Roll. So yeah. I, w- I would like You know to what I mean? Like I might well. like that better. I don't I don't know. This yeah. And and maybe maybe oh. I like it though. This was fun. I I'm not running out to go buy it. But I, I'm I'm sure I probably will at some point. The solo is excellent solo. on this. For solo. Yeah. I really I mean it was a good game. You yeah. like it a lot. I do like it a lot. And and a part of that is, you know, I like solo. I've been soloing a lot more since this past year. And I I like solo games where there's not a whole lot of upkeep. And this yeah. is there is a little bit, but it's it's really minor and you're just trying to get a, a higher score. Yeah. Um so yeah, I like it for that. I, I think that that's the only thing that has me hesitating a little. The main thing is I would only play it solo because I just I mean, I think it's just too big of a teach for unless I'm playing with gamers. Yeah. And now, I, 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 you know, here's the difference between this and a game like Roman roll, roll uh, Roman roll. I, I actually, I think I prefer Hadrian's wall, except I need to go back and play 
Roman roll. This one is a it's a it's a heavier teach. It's a mm-hmm. longer teach, but once you know it, you can go back and play it next week. I'm sure, and, and not really have to yeah. do much searching in the rule book, which is a big plus. Roman roll, I'd have to reread the rules completely. I feel like the only thing I would have to reread in Hadrian's Wall is like how the bribes work, or maybe the scout, or the uh, what's the other one, the gladiators. I might have to reread those, but even then, it's like a, a quick, quick read, and and I'd be back on track. Do you? Um, oh, sorry. I think that if my wife was okay after she learned the teach, this would be really up her alley because she does like those Garpill type games and stuff quite a bit. Kind of in that weight of three ish or whatever. Like, um, yeah. But anyways, I'm super pumped to try that Legacy of You. I think is the name of that one. The the solo the Legacy the, of Me. Of really? <laughs> Are we talking about my legacy? Okay. John again has the upper hand. Um no, the this is the series. So you've got the Raiders of Scythia, Hadrian's Wall, and then the last or the third one, I don't know if it's the last one, is that Legacy of You, which is solo only. I really don't know anything about it, but I love the artwork. I think it's amazing. And I've really enjoyed these first two. A lot. Love it. A whole lot. So yeah, I'm I'm want to check it out. All right, we've got one more before we get to our full-on review. John, you're going to share this one. This is a brand. This is a brand new hotness. Is it hotness? It's brand was new. It, it is. It is. I'm. I'm just. Was it on the hotness thing? Or, I'm sorry. I. I just kind of threw that. Bamboo. I don't know. By Devere. Um. I. It's. It would be on my hotness radar before I played it because anything Devere comes out with is pretty interesting. And so here's a couple other things that got me intrigued by this one. Um, it has the same designer as Potoku. Um, and it's by Devere, and it's in the same realm. It's German, uh, German Milan. Milan, yeah. yeah. Um, in the same realm as, like thematically, it says this, as is I think it's going to be like a three or four part series, as a Potoku, which I really, really liked. This is weighted, on BGG with only like 11 game ratings right now at 2.17. I'm not sure that I agree with that necessarily. I feel like that's a little low. Mm. The teach maybe 2.17. Yep. But we'll talk about the gameplay here in a second. Um, so to me, it feels like it's kind of in the same vein as Devere's Red Cathedral, um, Nova Luna. Right, mm-hmm. like those type of like smaller box, that type of a weight ish game, um, yeah. And in this game, it's it's kind of interesting. It's all about balance. And Devere sent us a copy of this, by the way, uh, which was just a great present on my front doorstep. It's all about balance. You're you're kind of I told Dean fulfilling orders of these tiles are saying I, you want this in your house and this in your house and this tile and it's in this specific. Um, organize a specific way this tile on top of this one or you know whatever it is or some the tiles also have not only a symbol on them but a i can't remember what they call that it's just kind of like their weight one two or three and so it may say like i you need to have two sandal tiles but the total or as many sandal it doesn't matter how many sandal tiles you have but in your house as long as they reach seven as like their power then you fulfill this kind of order but what's intriguing is you have at the end of the game, so not only are you getting these orders that either go to the left, to the right, or to the center of your house. So some of them 
uh, so it's like, okay, I've got to get these tiles, this one on top of this one, but it has to be on the right side, and maybe it has to equal this much power. But at the end of the game, you lose two points for every un for every one point of being unbalanced. So if you have 12 points on your left side, if you're adding up all the numbers on your tiles, and seven points on your right side, you lose 10 points, mm -hmm. which is huge amount of points in this game. And there's some other things like you're kind of offering incense to these, uh, I don't know what they're called. They kind of, they look like anime characters. Mm-hmm. Something from like Yokai Watch or something like they kinda that. They kind of look like posters. Yeah, like, like they're cool. Like, and so you're offering you're offering incense in the temple, and whoever offers the most gets to take those t characters that give you a power that you can use every round as long as you're paying their upkeep. Kind of at the end of the round. Um, there's a little bit more to it, but that's that's really the gist. And you do have a feed the workers. You have a feed your furniture. Never <laughs> I never never feature, feature that in the game. <laughs> For however much more the tiles that you have up on your thing, you have to feed, you have to pay for them, which maybe that thematically is more people are coming into your house, your house is getting bigger, whatever. Besides that, it's kind of silly thematically, but it makes sense gameplay wise. It's kind of cool. Right, right. I, I, all that works out really well. So, what did you what did you think? I like this one. I thought it was I thought it was cool. There's I, I really liked. The, the way that the actions played out yeah. when you're playing your um, deciding which bamboo you're going to use because... Yeah, I didn't talk about that. So you, you pull off the bamboo and it tells you what actions that you can take. And the difficult decisions become the, the incense. You only have so many that you can use. And so you might think I'm going to pull from this bamboo because it has the most actions that I can take. But then if you use all of that one color, then all of your incense are going to go into that one yeah, temple. You pick one of the four colors of the temples. And so if you have three in green and you have three incense, which that's how many actions you get, you have to place all three of your incense mm -hmm. into the green temple unless you pay a coin. But you have to use it and then take all three of those green actions and then you're done for the round. Right. So what you could have done, he could have said, well, I'm going to take this red one, place two incense in there. And then that will leave me room to have one more instance for this blue yeah. bamboo that I have yep. and spread it out more. But then you might not win the temple and might not win the person, which gives you not only powers, but two points at the end of the game per unequaled person that kind of set collection. Yeah. 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 And I, so I really enjoyed that part. And not only that, but when you get done placing, uh, taking the actions with those bamboo, you like how you shove it, then you shove it up in the, in the other bamboo and whatever those ones pop up, you take those actions. Yeah. There, there's a choice. There's four different columns. So yeah. I can put one in this column. You're that, growing bamboo. Yeah. I it love it. shoots up and you take the top part. I love that because you're choosing which actions you want to take. And, and sometimes you don't have, you don't have full information about what you need. Yeah. And so it might not be we'll push your luck. the best thing, but there's also some wild actions in there. There's never a time where you're like, oh, I really can't do anything with I have, with no. what I have. But it is, it's a thinkier choice. I also like the puzzle part of this, of, of how you put those different tiles into your house. And John mentioned, you know, you're getting those points for the, the configuration yeah. and then the balance. That's really interesting to me because there were several times I was like, oh, that was stupid. I was looking yeah. at this thing and I looked at it wrong and I should have put them in this configuration instead. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I like that. I like that a lot. Now, sometimes those things are getting bought up quickly. And so you really need to like, you have to figure out what's going to be best, but it may not always work out because you may not be able to take that. But there's multiples, right? There's duplicates of those different configurations in the in the box, I think. And so, I, think I think so. that's right. At least for some of them there are. Yeah. 
And so you're never at a loss there either. There's nine options. And so there's always, uh, right, nine, I think nine options, nine or 12 options of things that you can take uh, of those different mm-hmm. tiles. Um, there's nine. Nine. Yeah. And so there's a lot of different ways to get points there. And I, I don't know. I like that puzzle a lot. I think it's really cool. Yeah. I So I played a game with my wife and she immediately, which rarely happens, said, I want to play that again. And I was like, wow. Like, and I think it was because she didn't play it as optimally as she could have. And by the end of the game, like the teach of the game is simple. Like I can teach the game in five minutes, probably close. Right. But the decision space is kind of complicated, right? Like it can be. And, you know, there's push your luck. There's, you know, puzzling nature. There's all these different things. And so it really does a good job of being a relatively, that's why I think the weight is a little bit over two at this point. I think I would probably weight this at like a 2.5 um, to 2.75, mm-hmm. something like in that weight yeah, of like, I agree. just because of like the gameplay and the, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I would probably put it in that type of a weight, but in a small box with pretty simple rules. Yeah. Sign me up for this. Um, yeah. I really enjoy it. I think I would be around an eight right now on it. It's, 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 if I were to, I like it better than Red Cathedral, no doubt. And it's, would be close on Nova. It's not Nova Luna. I said that earlier. Nova Luna. Luna Capital. You said the right thing. Did I? Yeah, I think so. I think I said Nova Luna, but maybe not. But anyways, if I said it, um, it's, it would be really similar in just in fun factor for me. Um, Now, the only negative really that I have about the game is it can be a little long. And on the on the box it says ninety to one hundred and ten minutes, which feels long for a small boxed game. I think it's Did just it take a, us that long. I think it's a perspective thing. I think it took us like an hour and fifteen minutes. Oh, that's right. It didn't seem that way. Yeah, I guess. no, it because it's it's a lot to think about, and like you're having fun, and, I, and like turns are pretty fast. Turns too. are yeah, like whatever. Yeah, that would be my only kind of thing of having a small box like puzzly but simple to teach. I think I would much rather that be in like a 60 minute or less time frame. And I do think seasoned players could be around an hour. I don't think it's going to be, you know, 45 minutes or less mm-hmm. oftentimes. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but I, I even at two, I, I, so having like one less round or maybe something like that, is maybe that- something like that. Yeah. Or you don't, you start off with less because you get more instance as the game progresses, which gives you more actions, which mm-hmm. keeps it going longer if there was something that was a little bit different with that, um, I mean, I could even say three rounds probably. You could probably get enough done in that. And that's me. Yeah. That's and me. Now that I'm rethinking about that, turns turns can be quick, but they can be long too because you can take a lot of time yep. to think about can be thinky. which action you're going to take, then what you're going to do with that action, then what you're going to do, which bamboo you're going to take. Now, some of that you can be doing while the other person's taking their turn, but it's still, it's it's present there for sure. For sure. But... Here again, Devere comes out with another game that Dean and I are very, very much, well, at least I say I very much enjoyed and it is staying in my collection. Yeah, no, I thought this was a fun game. I think, you know, I, I don't really think you need to compare them with those other ones other than their Devere small box games. I still prefer Red Cathedral, but I really yeah. like Red Cathedral. And I like this one much, but I didn't like Red Cathedral like everyone liked it. Like it was fun, but I was, yeah. it was just. Luna Capital is probably my favorite of oh, their games, one. maybe. I don't know. It's, it's up there. Oh, Batoku, I guess. But, wow, they put out some good stuff, and this is no exception for sure. Now we're going to talk about 
Edward. All right, Dean, let's talk about the latest Rosenberg game. Right? There's another one he has coming out or something. The Apple, uh, Johnny App- Appleseed or something App- like that? Yeah, yeah. Apple Jacks? <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. I think that that's, I think that's it's right. something like that. Ooh, man, I um, haven't had breakfast. I'm, I, I'm hungry too. Uh, yeah. So someone, some people will say uh, Atiwa, Ottawa. In the book, it says Etiwa is the way that you say it. I How believe. do you spell it? Just so people know. A T I W A. There we go. The reason I'm saying that is like I don't want you to hear that and then like go look up E D something. But this says the people in that area of Ghana. I uh, looked up Ottawa because I heard it on a podcast first. Ottawa. Yeah. yeah. I can see how people could say that too because of the way it's but it's they said Edwa um is the way that they pronounce it. Anyways, so what what's happening in this game, Dean? There is actually some theme in a Euro game here. Because this is about this region in Ghana that has been stripped of the resources, natural resources, mining companies and stuff have come in. People are going down into the mines and they're working for very little money. Um, they need to replenish their forests and all this stuff. And they have found out that one of the best ways to do that is fruit bats. And the wild thing about it is the people of that area, many of them like religiously like think that they're evil, demonic, you know, kind of creatures. And so you have that going on where they hate them. And even there's also people that like to eat them. And what the problem with that is, is it prevents them from doing what they do best. That's eating fruit and crapping it out. And that's literally what it says in the book. That's like, not true. No, it is. That's they, the exact the, quote. No, it, it says excreting <laughs> oh, in a nice way. Okay. But like what needs to happen apparently is that these you need to let the fruit bats do their thing. They need to eat some fruit off the trees, whatever, and go take a dump all over the place and spread the seeds all over this area in Ghana so that it can be replenished of natural resources. That's what you're doing in this game. And so on your turn, what you're going to do is it's like a lot of other games that um, Rosenberg has, obviously, kind of straight worker placement which is pretty simple, right? I place my worker here. It says, I gain a bat and I gain a wild animal or a gold or whatever that is. However, you don't just take the resources and just stick them in your supply. You have to have boards to place them on and you start with one and it's a nine by nine square, um, nine squares. And you also have to have that depicted item on your little board. So if you don't have a wild animal spot, guess what, Dean? It don't happen. But if you do, it comes off of your player board and it might unlock something. It might say, ooh, during uh, income or whatever you want to call it, you're going to gain an extra tree. And besides gold um, and bats, all the other resources, trees, fruit, um, wild animals, goats, the families that you have, all of them are part of this push-pull engine-building but going back sometimes player board because sometimes you have to spend those resources. And when you do, then you have to cover up spots again. Um, and yeah. And so you're, you're basically, you're, you're getting points by buying new areas of your village or I don't know what it's called. I mean, some of the tiles are actually village, new player boards to put guys and uh, animals out or whatever. You're going to score points for everything over 10 bats that you get in the game. 
Um, you score points for every gold at the end of the game. So there's, I think, five things or something that you score points for. And you also score points for on your player board how many things you remove with the grand, you know, poopa of that being families that you try to get onto your boards that could score you 25 points if you have all that. So with that being said, what do you think? So we're going to talk about some Martin components here, right? Oh, yeah, really good That's to a, me. Yeah, I think so too. The The art is by Andy Elkerton, who is the, the artist for Gingerbread House. I didn't realize oh, that. Oh, that's cool. And another, um, another patchwork game that I'd never heard of, and I did a little research on that game while you were talking. Oh, wow. So, um, components, Thanks for listening. The components are fantastic. All these different wooden pieces. Um, I like that everybody has their own stack of them, so you yeah. just hand somebody a bag and they fill up their board because it's... The setup can be a little tedious if if you don't have any help, but yeah. if everyone fills up their own boards, it's it's not. Nice. It's not bad if everyone. That's exactly right. If yeah. everyone fills up their own boards, but if if you had to go around and fill up like four boards, mm-hmm. that would be pretty tedious. Yep. Yeah. So, um. So yeah, I like the I like all that. The components are are good. Tiles are good. Uh, good thickness and all that. I agree. I I really like the art in this game. I, I've heard of people complain about the bat, you know, holding the fruit on the front cover. I think it looks solid. It it intrigued me whenever I saw it. I was like, "What is that?" It intrigues me. That is true. Yeah, it's, it is not like the best box. Oh no, I've I'm ever not seen. saying that. Yeah, but it, it I was like, "That's interesting," because you don't see that, you know, that pronounced. But I think the art is fantastic. I thought he did a great job. Nice. Um, they're not just cubes. They're animeeples, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. Won't complain. Um, the the theme, and this is not in the arts and components realm, but the theme is really cool. It's it's you know, super prevalent in this game. I feel like yes, yeah, it does. It does feel thematic yep. for as much as you can. Which, I mean, not yeah, yeah, it does. It does like a is maybe as much as like an Agricola or something like that does. I guess maybe not quite as much as Agricola, but but it still it does feel thematic to me. I like that. There you go. But the gameplay itself. Yeah. Um, so the one thing that I didn't mention that I want to make sure I, I do mention about gameplay is every round you have these tiles that you cover up on all the round spots and underneath those are just like straight up uh, worker placement things, Get, you know, gain a gold or whatever I said earlier, but these tiles every round slide over. And so the top, when you go to that worker placement spot, you get what's on the tile plus what's ever underneath it. So it's kind of cool that as the game is changing, those change. Like your worker placement spots actually change. Not all of them, but the top row do. And not only does that change, but there's it's asking for several, three things on every round except for the last round one. Three things that you can breed, just like his other stuff, and you have to have a certain amount of them. Mm-hmm. So it might not be like on some of his other games, if you have two, you just get a cow or whatever, mm-hmm. a calf. It may be you need five bats and you get one. You yeah. need four wild animals, you get one. And I think that that's kind of cool because um, it it just makes you think a little bit differently about every round and the rounds leading up to it. Now, the negative is is those things are printed on the board, so it will be the same every um, every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the – so let me talk about some of the things that I, I think are interesting. So one is the, the feeding uh, the, the feeding piece. So mm-hmm. when, you, when you're feeding your villages – you think I want to feed my village through uncovering those uh, domesticated animals or whatever they were, mm-hmm. but there's only so many of those that you can you can uncover 
And so going into this game, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say I've only played this game one time, and so this is really no different other than I did. I, I've thought through more of, of what I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about than a, a normal game that we've talked about, that we've played. You want to you want to uncover as many of those as you can because you want those to be automatically fed so that you don't have to start feeding them fruit yes. or you don't want to start having to feed them uh, wild animals or, or, or even your domesticated animals initially, okay? That was my initial thought. And then I was like, oh, I'm being way too conservative on this. Yeah. I need to be getting as many too. as many of these uh, village, uh, whatever those tiles are called. I forget what they're called. Your settlement tiles or whatever. I need to get as many of these out there because there are a lot of points, even if I have to feed things. So what you end up doing, in a lot of games, you're uncovering things and, and it just kind of stays uncovered. This one, there is a constant flow of yep. I'm taking these tiles off, but I'm immediately going to put them back on my board because I'm going to have to feed them to, uh, to I'm going to have to feed my people this way. But then I'm going to get them off because I've because of these other things that are uncovered. Also, if I have so many trees uncovered, they're also going to mm-hmm. uncover uh, fruit. I'm going to be able to put fruit out there, and and if I have more fruit, then I'm also going to have more bats that are going to come out there. So this that piece is really interesting mm-hmm. and. And again, since I've only played this one time, the next game I play, it will be to really be a lot more aggressive with that and say, I don't care if I'm feeding them stuff because I know that I'll be able to get that back in other ways. I went, when I played it with my wife, really aggressive on the families and it didn't pan out. Okay. Um, All right. Because I was, instead of taking the best option, I was oftentimes just trying to get as many families out as I could. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like. There, there, it's just, there's, depending on like what's covered up in the worker placement spots and stuff, like, I feel like there's times whenever there was probably a better option. I could get more resources this way. It might, and I was trying to force that to happen a little too much, maybe a little overcorrect because there is other ways to score points. Like I did put more families on the board than my wife, but she beat me pretty easily. I think. Uh, she had a ton more bats, for mm. example, and was able. And then she also had just a lot more points in her the tiles that she bought, and the village tiles that she bought, and gold. So I mean, because gold and bats can score you a bunch of points in this game. And so if you yes. only focus on you know trying to get the twenty five points there, which is what I did, um, I it was I didn't score very many points with the bat, mm-hmm. and I did okay on gold, but nothing amazing. So I think I liked it more the second time I played it because I saw that because I saw okay there really is more than you know, one path to victory. There's not 60 paths to victory mm-hmm. in this game, but there's, you know, probably three legitimate, three, three, three to four legitimate things that are going to score you a, a decent amount of points. Yeah. Very probably. And if you play those right, then you're going to be fine. Um, but the way those different areas interact with each other, I think is really interesting. The trees. Um, so John, in our play, you had you had a a card that lets you take a lot more bats. You had a cave, sure. a bat yep. cave, right? I had um, that cave. So that was kind of a focus you have. For yeah. me, I had an orchard, and so I was I put a put out all of my trees, and I was producing a lot of fruit that way. But then you also have to spin your trees to be able to get your yes, different you uh, yep. people out there, and so. Um, so that was pretty interesting, or not people, but your uh, what are those bottom cards called? Your like your towns They're and like villages. Village, and, village town. There's several different things. Yeah, I think yeah. those might be like your settlement area or whatever. So you have to spend trees to be able to get that. And I was able to do that pretty easily. And then also be able to get more trees out there just because of, you mm-hmm. know, the, the space that I had on there. So all of that interacts so well. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I think that Dean and I, 
the only concern I have, and I think it's been brought up by other people, and I think Dean would say, and I'll let him kind of go, his biggest concern is replayability in this game. Yes. No, this is after one play, yes. so take it. With but a grain if of salt. you're having concerns after one play, it could be legitimate, right? Uh, the the breeding is printed on the board. It's not going to change. Every game you play, you, it, the more you play it, you're going to remember, hey, I need to have this many this round. Now, it does tell you it on the card, right? It's not a surprise. But it could feel like maybe you're having some similar paths. Like that, One thing my wife did well was she breeded way better than I did. And I was so trying to get the families that I was not breeding as well. That was one of the biggest problems I had in the game. Mm-hmm. I was, again, not taking advantage of the better you know, spots or game situations or whatever. Also the like field tiles, whatever you want to call those, you know, there's the village ones down at the bottom that give you families primarily and with other stuff. And then up top ones that are primarily, I would say for trees or bats, uh, bats or, or whatever it may be. Animals. And the like, ones on top, um, there's three new ones every round, but as a lot of people have, uh, several people pointed out, there's nothing much different except for just, there's a there's occasionally one where like, here's the bat cave wow a ton of bats great mm-hmm. or here's an orchard and it's just a ton of trees but there's also a bunch of them that are like two trees and a bat a wild animal and two goats you know and I think that a lot that you could look at that and go mm, is this really going to continue to be interesting yep can I beat this game you know I I don't know yeah and and in that case. <laughs> It's really hard for me to speak to that, and I almost don't even want to like you'd speculate. You know what what you could do with different options there, because I don't need more cards. There's plenty of cards uh, to do what you want to do, but but something, I think my hunch is that I would probably because I do this in games, I would probably do the same strategy most of the time, mm-hmm. and that would kind of fizzle out for me, and so I would want to have something else that kind of points me now. That's again. I don't think there's only one value, one valid option. Like John said, there's multiple valid mm-hmm. options. It's just that the ones that I would take that would be interesting to me personally, m- there might not be enough there to to kind of keep me going. Yeah. But I like the I like the worker placement. I like the the interaction between all the pieces. And and overall, and I'll get to this in a second. I just I like this game. I think it's a fun game. I love it. Yeah. And I I am concerned a little bit about the replayability uh, only played through two full games of this right now. I'm concerned, but that doesn't mean that it's how valid it is. I mean, for me as a player, that's not going to play a game over and over and over and over again. I'm not going to do it right. Like in maybe I will now that I'm not doing people town. <laughs> it's very true. Honestly. Yeah. I may have the chance to kind of do that um, instead of popping around so much, but um, I, I just thought it was great, man. I thought thematically it was great. I thought, that balance, the balance of taking the things off, putting them back on, you know, on your player board, trying to figure out the best way to to do that. It feels satisfying. Get a bunch of bats, but I got to have the spots for them. It feels satisfying. Uh, did you mention the training aspect? I don't think you did, right? No, I did not. Okay. Yeah. When you get a family, they're untrained. They're the families that I think this is cool and thematic. Like they're a family that doesn't know much about bats. And interestingly enough, when you're feeding your workers, if they're untrained, they can eat bats. But if they're trained, they realize, I don't want to eat bats because it's better for Ghana, for the environment and stuff for us. To, so I thought that, what a clever use. Mm-hmm. And then your trained families give you an additional point at the end of the game per trained family, so not just the track. Just little things like that made me just really like the game. I just thought it was fun. Um, it isn't super tight, 
right? That would be something that I it might be a little hit for me is that it does feel like there's, there were some times that I went, oh, please don't go there. Mm-hmm. But there's plenty of times where I'm like, well, if she goes there, he goes there, I'll just go here and I'll get something really similar. Yeah. So if you like the kind of looser worker placements of Rosenberg, you know, that's, you might really like this. But if you, if you like the ones like some Agricola, you know, it's like really tight spots. And if he goes there, screw that guy, you know, like I can't take that. Yeah. Then I, it, you might not like this one as much, but I, I love it, man. I'm, yeah, I got this I, from JD. JD, I think played it's a little it and, tighter than that, though, John. I think because there were several times in our game that I was like, oh, man, I really needed that spot. I needed you not to take it. Most of the time, it was to train those families. There was limited in, in you. In my mind, I was like, I really want to have all these families trained, even though overall it wasn't as important as what I made it out to be in my game. But yeah. I still wanted to do it to, to prevent pollution. Yes, I I don't disagree that it's not just like totally wide open, mm-hmm. you know, but but there were I mean, I'm sure every round I said, "Oh, I'd really like that spot." Yeah. And she might take it. But I didn't feel like I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh," you know. Mm-hmm. Um but I but I you know, Feast for Odin I feel is a little more open. Like you can usually figure out a way to do some things and it's not like, oh my gosh, they took that one spot that I had to have. Sure. Yeah. And so so I'm actually saying it's kind of in my wheelhouse. I think maybe? it is, yeah. Yeah, I think there's so much in it that's in my wheelhouse that I, I it was great. It was it's great. I'm I got it. I'm I'd give it um probably eight and a half out of ten right now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Which would be pretty high. Yeah. I I, I kind of went back and forth on this one. I think when I was playing it, I really enjoyed what I was doing. The problem is when it came to, we actually had an option. Well, kind of, we had a chance where we could have played it a second time, but we really had some other things that we didn't needed want to, to do. Really. It's not that I didn't want to, I really did, but I was like, I would, I would rather do this because it's kind of, I don't know. It makes more sense for what we're trying to accomplish right now. So I chose not to, but I still like it, and I, I like it quite a bit. I really enjoyed the but whole time But you probably won't go pick it. that one up. I will not, because if I play it, it'll be with you. I kind of feel that way with most Rosenbergs, I guess. But And in fact, I think I only own two, and I've been trying to get rid of one of them for a while. So My wife didn't love it the first time we played. She beat me. And like usually when she wins, she likes, makes her like games a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, yeah, that was fine, but she'd rather play Feast for Odin, or she said even... Um, New York Zoo that we got. She's like, I like New York. I mean, it's a different game. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I have a hard time comparing it. But to her, they're Rosenbergs, and she's just saying, if I was going to play one, I'd rather play that. And so, um, I'm wondering if this is if this is another renature that I just it clicks with me for some reason, but it might not click with other people for the same reasons. Because um, JD didn't like it as much. She didn't like it as much. You liked it, but didn't like it as much. So I'm kind of giving that warning out there. Um, from Eple Town people. But I, I I don't know, man. It just, I don't know, it clicked. Yeah, if I had to give this a score, and I do, because you're forcing me to, I will give this a seven. And that's not a bad thing. I, again, yeah. I really like the play of this. It's just, there's other games I would rather play. And I, I hope to get more plays of this down the road. And maybe my mind will change more that I'll like it a lot more. Again, I usually don't give ratings after one play. I try not to anyway. But but again, John's forcing me to. So that is a seven for me. That's an eight and a half from John on Etowah. Why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with us or really me because you're leaving. Yeah. You know, you if you want to buy Dean a cup of coffee, <laughs> it is buy me a coffee 
facebook.com slash meepletown9. That's it. I got it. it. Yeah. Finally got it. it. Uh If you want to check us out on, we would love for you to rate the podcast. Um, Yeah, that would be awesome. Or Dean would love for you to rate the podcast. I don't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. If you want to check Dean out on uh, social medias, it's at Meepletown Games. If you want to support what Dean is still doing, uh, patreon.com slash meepletown. Hey, seriously, though, I think that it's going to go really good. And I think that I, I really I'm excited to hear. I, I don't I don't I, I hope that we don't it doesn't even skip a beat, you know, with me gone. Like, I, I hope that the listeners are just like, wow, this is this new. I know this, this new person is going to be great. I'll just say that. I really think that I'm going to say he and that's all I'm going to say is going to do a fantastic job. So um, anyway, are you going to listen to the podcast? I don't even listen to it right now. <gasps> but do you're you? on it. Yeah, no, I know. I that's why it's weird. Well, I, I edit it, so yes. Yeah. I, don't, I, I do listen sometimes because I do kind of want to um, uh, evaluate myself, you know what I mean? Or something like I just kind of go back and go, oh, let me, you know. Or maybe there is a really funny moment that I go, hmm. Yeah, I got to go back and listen to that and see if that was as <laughs> funny, if if that was as funny to listen to as it was, you know, whatever. Um, okay, did I? Where am I at? If you want board game geek, get on our Discord server. I never even say that. How do they get on Discord? They have to have a link. They do have to have a link. If you so you need to go to board game guild. geek guild thirty four oh seven. Yeah, and then you can get a link. Yeah, or you can email at Meepletown Games. Yeah, I don't know. There's probably a better way to do that. I just don't. I don't know. Maybe we can post that out there on on Twitter or something like that. We'll see. I'll look into that. But, all right. That's it. That's it. Thanks for coming down to Meepletown. Just admit right now, you don't give a rat's behind that I'm leaving. Admit it that you actually are excited about it and you can't wait to... Your wife's excited. She hates me. (laughs) I cried for a week. I'm a little much. <laughs> you know, like like Amanda's pretty chill, right? And I'm kind of much. And so she's probably happy that you're not going to be around around me. None of that's true. And I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to save all of that conversation for a later time. <laughs>